maybe the need is that the symptoms stop you from waking up literally and consciously. They stop us from waking up to our own ability to create our life because it's more victim mode, it's more I can't, it's more I'm too tired. So what does it do? What is it protecting you from? Welcome to Not So Chronic, a place where we discuss the real truth in healing ourselves from chronic diagnosis. My name is Sarah and I'm a self-healers coach for women who want to step into the healer and leader they are born to be. Think of this podcast as your radical guide in unleashing yourself from all the BS you were told and awaken yourself to your power, your worth, and your innate ability to heal yourself. Through our stories from suffering and diagnosis to real healing and transformation, we are the revolution. We are not so chronic. We all know it. We wake up in the morning, well, if we're still bothering with mornings at all, and we've got these hangover-like symptoms. The nausea, the brain fog, the headache, the dry throat, and the dry eyes, and the fatigue, and the dizziness, and the irritability. And I distinctively remember these morning symptoms being the most invalidated by the chronic diagnosis industry because morning symptoms don't yet have a diagnosis name of their own. And honestly, I won't be surprised when they come up with a name, although probably they already have a name by now. Um, They probably call it HS, right? Hangover syndrome. Um, I don't care. These symptoms are pretty expressive for any woman in healing and labeled with pretty much anything, the so-called autoimmune and anything like fibromyalgia and CFS and a variety of chronic pain diagnosis. Anything that fits their narrative of a body that attacks itself. And I remember just feeling like, well, who likes mornings anyway, right? Like even my doctor didn't seem to like them. Everyone actually is perpetually tired. Of course, I mean everyone who I attracted into my world back then when I was sick. Like even my doctor had morning fatigue. Everyone did. Inevitably, when I was prescribed medication supposedly for fibromyalgia, my body manifested these morning symptoms on a whole new level. I slept through the loudest alarms. I slept through my partner getting up and going to work and trying to wake me for a kiss. And eventually he stopped bothering with that. And anyway, when he did wake me up, I like yelled at him in my like half sleep drunk hangover state. And I'm talking about, in case we haven't gathered, I'm talking about a hangover that is not caused by alcohol. There is no alcohol involved. And you know, I wasn't I wasn't with it. I'd wake up and I'd be like, oh, daytime already? Like I didn't want to wake up, and that is key here. I didn't want to wake up, and my body supported me in that by making it difficult to wake up. When I was asleep, there was no brain fog, no dizziness, no migraine, no fatigue, and I wanted to stay there as often and for as long as I could. And this this led me to choose to sleep in. I could sleep from 9 p.m. 
till like noon the next day or later because of the tablets, but also because, you know, it goes deeper. It goes deeper than just like blame the tablets make me sleep 16 hours. No, it's not only the tablet. Like, because ultimately no one forced me to take those tablets. I was choosing them. So if the tablets made everything worse for me, what's going on there? Why was I choosing to hurt myself like that? And of course there is the brainwashing, the belief that if this is the prescription given to women like me, then it must be good. But what about the fact that I was choosing to sleep through my life? Because even when I did attempt to wake up and get up earlier, oh my God, like the symptoms were unbearable. My body manifested hot flushes. I remember it was about nine in the morning um, and I used to be an English teacher and I had to go down to the school uh, to have like a meeting or something when normally I would start work about 3 p.m. So this was totally out of my routine and I would be sweating non-stop even though we had the air conditioning on and my eyes were so dry and my throat and all this anxiety and I'd be drinking so much water. I never had my water bottle out of my sight. And since healing, actually, I got conscious of this like obsession with the water bottle because I used to carry it around all the time, even as recently as this year. On some level, I decided that I needed to have the water near me in case, in case of the symptoms, these hot flushes, this feeling faint, this brain fog, this nausea, this confusion, you know? So in a way I was enabling. I don't carry the water bottle around with me anymore um, because I, I trust that I will find drink when I need it and I don't need to carry it around with me as a symbol of me carrying around my diagnosis, right? I'm in a new relationship with my body now of trust. So we find that all this morning struggle is really impacting all other areas of our life. Like, of course it is. If we choose to sleep in, that affects our breathing. It affects our digestive cycle, our sleep cycle. And this all affects our well-being and our healing. So when I work with my clients, we explore the impact of these morning symptoms and the significance of the manifesting in this period of their life. I know it can feel like we've been manifesting symptoms forever, but there was a time when your body didn't need to do this. So I ask my clients, what is the need here within these symptoms? Maybe the need is that the symptoms stop you from waking up literally and consciously. They stop us from waking up to our own ability to create our life because it's more victim mode it's more i can't it's more i'm too tired so what does it do what is it protecting you from and what would happen if it didn't manifest anymore these are the healing questions that are the wide open window to your healing my love I physically made myself sick to my stomach every morning because it was not a life I particularly wanted to jump out of bed for. 
I didn't want it. My body didn't want it. There were parts of joy. Of course, don't get me wrong. There were parts that were great. I lived near the ocean, for example. Did I ever get up and go to the ocean? No. I was, and my clients discover for themselves, resisting our own life. So I ask my clients, what is out of alignment in your life? What happened the evening and the night before these horrific hangover symptoms? Like what is your morning routine all about? What have you been choosing for yourself? How does it all work? Is there a time for your body? Is there a time for you? Or is it just waking up directly back into the matrix? back into immediately serving everyone else, in diluting your shine, in having to get on with life, and, you know, in resisting, distracting yourself with, like, mind-numbing activities. Like, Hans, I used to get up, I'm not kidding, like 11, half 11. The first thing I do would go and get a coffee, And I used to like having some biscuits in my coffee when I lived in Italy and Spain. It's part of the culture. This is me like in my victim mentality. Oh, this is what they do there. This is what we do. We have biscuits, right? I was choosing that. But, you know, love to, uh, you know, I love past me. I love her. She was in her victim mentality. So I was doing that. I was choosing that. And while I would sit there, I remember sitting there and I would watch something on my phone. And I remember binge watching Friends for like the millionth time. And I would do that for an hour. Maybe if I, when I was in England, maybe I would watch Loose Women or like some show on TV in the morning. Um, and I'd go and make a sausage sandwich because that was easy. Like just put the sausage under the grill and get some white bread and put some ketchup on it. Like that was nice. That would fill me up for a bit. That was easy. And by this time I still hadn't like gone to the toilet or anything like that. So groggy. Now it's like 12 o'clock. I mean, then I'd have all this guilt and shame because I didn't do anything yet. And then I had to be at work and then like, you know, two o'clock I have to get ready or early I have to get ready and go to work. And I'm at work. And it's like, in my brain thinks it's like nine in the morning because I only got up like a few hours ago, right? But it's afternoon. All my cycles were disturbed. So I asked my clients, what is reaching out from within you and asking for clarity? Like what is not being seen What are you ignoring and repressing and covering up and masking with coffee and bread and grease? Or maybe you even skip breakfast. Maybe you can, you you know, you're so dizzy. And maybe you choose like a nice gentle morning yoga class. But when you fold over, you're going to gag and your blood pressure drops. And, you know, you just, you just can't relax. And the hot flashes, like I was there. I get it. It's almost like, we can't let go. And my question is, let go of what? What is the thing within 
the thing that happened or the situation that you're avoiding that is erupting as this nausea, this acid reflux, this brain fog, this memory issues. Like, what are you trying to forget and ignore, which is really just begging to come out and be seen and be healed? Like, why do you want to go back to bed? If you're like how I was, and I just wanted to go to bed, bed was safe, bed was nice, close the curtains, I don't want to see the world. What are you avoiding, my love? And I realized I was avoiding me. I was avoiding creating my life. I was avoiding loving myself. I was avoiding receiving potential love from other people. Now I'm thinking of a client who didn't sleep in all day um, as I did because she created a life around herself where she had to be at work um, in the mornings, right? Another client of mine who worked six days a week. So both of these clients claimed they didn't have any time in the mornings and they had all these hangover and morning symptoms and they didn't have any time in the morning. So they created a life where they didn't have any time. They chose to not have time in the mornings because that's the life they created, right? And um, and I, this reminded me that even when sometimes I used to get myself to wake up at seven. I didn't have to be at work till three, but I got myself to get up at seven. And you know what? I still didn't have enough time. Like there was never time in my perception. I'd get up at seven, you mess about for a bit, you have breakfast, then you do some housework, then you wash up and then you do this and then you do that. And then like, I would listen to something, I would watch some episode or something. And then like, and I had my to-dos, but like somehow it was now like one o'clock and then I had to get ready and go to work again. So I still didn't have enough time. Like how um, this time thing was huge in my healing. Absolutely huge. And ultimately I had to, I had to accept that I create time. I choose it all. And this like victim mode of like, I don't have any time. There's no time for me. Well, (laughs) my love, stop choosing that, you know? So what this means really is it isn't about how many hours there are, right? Because I didn't have time even when I had eight hours, I still didn't have time. So, and my clients, these two clients, they didn't have any time. Um, Although they, you know, they had a couple hours, but they didn't have enough time. Hey love, if you're enjoying the show and you're ready to connect with self healers, attend powerful coaching masterclasses and get access to restoring and revitalizing self healing practices, head over to notsochronic.com. As a huge thank you for being here on the show, you get an exclusive Not So Chronic discount to join us in our membership, exclusive to Women in Healing, the Self Healers Society. You'll get all my best self-healing resources, group support, and powerful coaching all for you in your self-healing. You and your work in the healing arts will be guided supported and celebrated and you will have the chance to come on the show for women in healing ready to share their truth that healing happens so head to notsochronic.com and join us in the self healers society okay my love back to the show 
And also, can we just point out how many times I'm saying here, like, quote, I have to be at work. Like, I have to be at work at nine or I have to, I have to go to work at three. Like, have to go to work. My loves, if you're choosing a life where you have to be somewhere or you have to do something and you wouldn't, like, choose that otherwise, but you are choosing it, we're just, like, forgetting that we are choosing it, let's reflect on that for a moment, right? Because, like, for example, I'm a life coach, so I have my own business, I choose my hours, I don't have to be anywhere, ever, so I, I don't have to accept new clients. I don't have to start at seven in the morning or nine in the morning. I don't have to book calls and I don't have to speak to my clients. And this is because I created my life around my new belief, which is I choose everything. I choose who works with me. I choose my clients. We choose each other. So I no longer have to call or have to work or have to hustle because I stopped choosing all that. I gave up all of that. It doesn't work for me. I don't like it. I don't need it. We don't need to struggle and hustle, my loves. We don't have to do things that we feel like we have to do so that we can allow ourselves to have whatever it is we really want. This is stupid. This is made up. This is ingrained in childhood. You choose what you want and then you never have to do anything ever again. So going back to my clients, they had to be at work in the morning, right? In jobs they no longer loved and no longer identified with, resentment was there because the job was forcing them to be there, according to them. The life they had created, the rent, the bills, all the stuff, in their perception, it required them, they have to be at work to continue the participation in this life that is not working for them. They have to continue going to work that they don't want to go to. And in their made up reality, they decided that this meant there was no time for them in the mornings. So this fit well with their core belief that there was no time for them and that their needs come last, right? They believed that. They believed that, so they created a life like I did where it was true, where there was no time for them and their needs always came last. And then we started working together and very shortly they found they have loads of time in the morning right? They have time for them. Time for healing, time to just be, time to undo, to not do. Nowhere to be and no one to see and no one to serve. They had to practice letting themselves have that time. Because if you believe that you don't get to have time, that you aren't worth it, that you're not worth your own time and your own love, Naturally, the body will manifest something like a reason for you to not have to do that. Because again, we're back in the have to mindset. You don't have to drink celery juice in the morning, my love. You don't have to do yoga. You don't have to do anything. You're choosing to make these things, things that you have to do. And you already know that when you have to do something, it's naturally like a chore and it's a obligation and it's got heavy energy around it. 
because what happens if you have to do your yoga and your celery juice, what happens when you don't do it? It's like another reason to punish yourself and loathe yourself. So I ask my clients, why do you have to do it? Because they assume that I think that too. They assume that I think that they have to do it. And they're like, oh, I have to, I have to, you know, do this yoga in the morning. I have to drink the celery juice in the morning. Don't like, you know, and I say, do you? Why? And they say, well, so I heal. So I feel good. Uh, Or they say, because it's healthy, because I read that it would be good for the symptom. Or maybe they even say, because I enjoy it, actually. Or they say, because I always notice a difference in my mood and in my symptoms the rest of the day. So then I say, okay, so are you willing to let yourself choose it? Are you willing to get out of your own way and choose it? Like what's going on here? What is the part of you that is still stuck in fear and getting all caught up in this like, I have to do this because I was there, my loves. I was there, I thought I had to practice yoga um, every morning or frequently. And then I set the conditions because it makes me feel better because this, because that. And I set a condition that if I don't do it, it means like I'm not good enough. It means I failed in some way. Really, honestly, the whole morning, the whole day would um, be for, in my mind, a wasted day or like a, a day that might as well not even be or happen. And it's like, oh, try again tomorrow. Today's gone. Even by 10 in the morning, I go, is that right? Today's, you know, not happening. Um, what's going on there? Because now, for example, I don't have to do anything, but I choose in the morning, I wake up, I do some personal care stuff, and then I take my yoga mat, I go outside in my little garden where I've been visualizing for, well, all of 2020, that I get up in the morning before 6 a.m. and I feel that cool air and I meditate. I wasn't doing it, but I was visualizing that that would be something that I would do. And I started slowly to make the steps in making that happen. E.g., I got myself a garden, right? That was one step. Got myself a yoga mat, there's another step, right? Um, got Made the steps, made the action steps and also manifested it. So then I roll out my mat And sometimes I sit there, sometimes I lay down and I set a timer for 20 minutes and I choose to do this and I choose to do it. So I do it. If I don't choose to do it, I'm not going to do it. It really is that simple. And there's no conditions because conditions, my love, in yoga philosophy, we talk about attachment and detachment. And there's just no need to attach all these meanings to things. Like I only drink the celery juice because like I heard that it's it's healing or it, it could help me. Um, that just sounds more, more victim-y to me. It sounds a bit like you're, the celery juice is separate from you and it's a to-do and it's a chore and it's a thing and it's outside of yourself and you need to do it. And it's like more work and you need to stand there and you need to, peel the celery and you need to make it and it's all like aggravation and you wouldn't even need to do this if you weren't sick in the first place and then here you are stuck in a pattern again loathing your body right and your life because now there's no time in the morning and now you're rushed and then you're late for work when the reality 
can be that you choose to drink celery juice just like you used to choose to make coffee because you wouldn't have all that thinking and and creating um when you just used to go and make a coffee you didn't have all that so it's the same thing it's just instead of one thing you're choosing something else this is it my loves this is the oh yeah it's just different choices i also ask my clients what do they think is going to happen when you heal your mornings like because the mornings are so important and I remember a quote that really got me and it upset me a little bit because it was talking about why and how you want to put yourself in the way of beauty get up and put yourself in the way of beauty and I was thinking well I don't do that right I don't get up and I don't put myself in the way of beauty I put myself behind screens and I put myself in a life that I don't like and I put myself in positions where I'm unenthused and unfulfilled and what's going to happen when I heal my mornings well like let's list them like so we want to wake up vibrant right we want to wake up with energy maybe we even want to have like some sex in the morning <laughs> you know when I was really sick that was not a thing because you could, I could barely like even remember what my name was let alone like get funky you know what I mean what else like start visualizing your morning and then be like what am I scared about like this actually being real how do I feel about that because if it still comes down to I don't know if I'm allowed or worthy because again I'm used to the struggle I'm used to a morning of hellish symptoms I can't imagine life without that I also ask what are you resisting about this spending time and love on yourself and for yourself because like now for me this whole like 20 minute thing I, I choose in the morning and roll up my mat um, it's it's not a big deal anymore because it's just like normal just like brushing my teeth and we don't have to have this big dilemma every time we brush our teeth with like am I shall I spend these two minutes on myself shall I spend these two minutes on my oral hygiene like can I be bothered no we just brush our teeth and I just meditate I just choose it I just do it um it's the same for everything I know people and clients who want to walk in the mornings they want to do this they want to do that they want to practice tai chi in the mornings they want to go on a little walk and like get to a little mountain and then there maybe they do their practice wonderful great so what are you still resisting about that you say you want to do it so what's going on what's the resistance and the resistance about giving yourself time and giving yourself love what's going on here because like I wish someone had said this to me Sarah why are you still choosing to eat late eat dead animals that stay stuck in your stomach all night long why are you choosing to wake up groggy why are you choosing that you have all these pulls of the life that you created these obligations these responsibilities all these things that you yourself choose every day and that you create why are you choosing all of it because I really want to hear the answers my love and because all the answers are correct and all the answers will show you where you can begin your healing 
A client of mine chose to stop helping her partner get ready and like dealing with all her partner's dogs and her partner's shit. And this meant that she had no time for herself um, because she chose to just like ignore herself and, and get busy doing other things for other people. And then she would rush off to work and then she'd find that she didn't do her own practices and then she'd be hard on herself. Like she didn't do her things that she wanted to do. She didn't journal or whatever it was she wanted to do in the morning. And um, and it's like, okay, my love. So why are you choosing to do all that stuff with your partner? Why are you doing all that? And in the life that she had created for herself, that made sense. And it made sense because it stopped her from doing the work and it stopped her from doing the work meant healing and that healed life of alignment where she was like no longer in this job that she didn't like but she was actually who she wanted to be and an offering and like had her ideal clients and working in the healing arts which was all very scary and terrifying for her so on like on some level even something that's seemingly unrelated like she wants this dream job in the healing arts and she's spending her morning like ironing her partner's clothes instead of like herself and you could think, well, that's unrelated, but it, it's totally related. Because if she's saying some of the action steps to getting to her goal of working in the healing arts means she needs to create that. She needs to have some time there. She needs to work on her own practices because if she's gonna offer those as services, she's gonna wanna hone in on them and like know them inside out and how she wants to offer them, which all involves time. But she was choosing to spend time doing random things like cleaning her partner's apartment like it's not even her house right it's not even her apartment so when you get really awake to how interconnected we are and how we connect our life we create our life based on all these fears that are going on fears that maybe we're not even like maybe we don't even know we're afraid of healing that we're afraid of this visionary life that we want that we say we want but we're afraid of it so we go around and we do all these things and we we make a life where we have no time and then we have no energy because we've we've spent our time doing things that deplete our energy so with this client all this stuff she was choosing it it all served her and it kept her cemented to the life that she was choosing to participate in. Because if you keep on doing that, you're never going to get to your dream or your goal. You're never going to get there if you're going to keep on choosing things that cement you to your old life, right? And it's in ways like these that we fill up our time so we believe that we don't have time to change our life. Like that is one of the biggest things I'm hearing. It's not like, oh, Sarah, I can't work with you because of the money. Because people understand now that money is energy, right? And they understand when they're coming to me into my bandwidth, we're already like on a similar level. Yeah, now I'm not hearing like, oh my God, that's so expensive. I'm hearing, because I'm attracting in women who are like, oh yeah, that totally makes sense. That's like an energy exchange. Six months of coaching and this much money. Like it makes sense. So I'm not hearing, oh, I can't afford it. What I'm hearing now is like, I don't know if I have the time. And that's so funny because you create your time, my darling. You create all of it. Do you want to make time and invest in yourself and change your life? No, you probably don't because you're scared and that's okay. I was scared too. 
I was really scared. I was scared to transition from an English teacher to a yoga teacher. Terrified. All kinds of symptoms came up during that transition. And then I transitioned again to a life coach. My final point here, my loves, is that you have not been manifesting morning symptoms alone with no other symptoms. Like, be real with me, sis. That gas, that fatigue, that insomnia, not to mention like the symptoms that are all day long, right? Then the insomnia, this and this and this, all the things. Miss alignment, my love. It's time for a life check-in. What are you choosing? What are you creating? And what do you believe about yourself? What are you resisting? Okay, my loves, I hope you enjoyed this show. And if you did, remember to check out your not-so-chronic discount and join the Self-Healers Society over at notsochronic.com for powerful coaching masterclasses, self-healing practices, and real friendships with real women who heal themselves. We are the revolution. I'm Sarah. See you next time. And remember, healing happens.